Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. I have a tape recorder in my hand. Now, nobody would think of doing that. The newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here is your host, Stan Bunger. And this time, back to 1989, I remember it quite well because I was right in the middle of it. Our coverage on KCBS of the 1989 Loma Prieta earthquake. What we have for this episode of the News Vault podcast is what we call a telescoped reel of audio. In other words, some elements have been removed, but the the good stuff left in. From the period between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. on October 17th, 1989, as KCBS rolled into gear after the earthquake, the first hour of coverage, Jan Black was the studio anchor at the KCBS One Embarcadero Center studios in San Francisco. I was on location at Candlestick Park, accompanied by sports anchor Mike Woodley and engineer Shingo Kamada. We were in what was known then as the football press box, the glass press box that sat along the west side of Candlestick Park when the quake hit. You'll hear some fascinating elements uh, in this telescoped hour of coverage. Among them, the first reports of the destruction of the Cypress Freeway coming a good half hour after the quake struck. You have to remember, 1989... No social media, limited cell phone availability, and thus things didn't fly around as fast as they do now. You'll also hear a pre-recorded safety announcement that had been put on the shelf at KCBS for just such a moment, urging listeners to do something you couldn't do today because who has one? Consult the front of your phone book for detailed post-earthquake disaster information. You'll also hear the first magnitude readings on the quake being broadcast nearly 40 minutes after the quake hit. It was originally pegged as having an epicenter in the Hollister area and originally referred to as a 6.9 magnitude. Both of those turned out to be information that had to be updated. But back then, we waited for our epicenter and magnitude information. These days, we have it within moments via automated seismographic information. The first reports of the failure of a portion of the eastern span of the Bay Bridge coming in more than 45 minutes after the quake hit. So once again, the way things move now at warp speed versus the way they moved in the world of news 30 years ago. So here it is, starting at 5 p.m. on October 17, 1989, the first hour of KCBS coverage following the Loma Prieta earthquake. This afternoon, which uh, until now was just an exciting build-up to World Three, uh, World Series Game 3 between the Giants and the A's. I can tell you right now, these people will have something to tell about uh, in uh, the years to come when their grandkids say, what was it like going to the World Series at Candlestick Park? Mike Woodley, I don't blame you. You started to bail out of this box, buddy. uh, Be ready. There will be probably aftershocks. So we shall see a lot of excitement on the field. But up here in the press box, a lot of pale faces right now because uh, we had a... A good jolt here as we get ready just moments away from the World Series. Uh, rest assured, we will break in on KCBS during our baseball broadcast with any reports of damage or injuries around the Bay Area. This was certainly a, a solid earthquake. Setting that aside. 
pitcher. And if uh, Earthquake's willing, we'll take phone calls until 9.30 tonight. All right, fans, hang in there. This is going to be a whale of a ride on KCBS. We have World Series Game 3 coming up in just a moment. And, of course, full coverage of what has apparently been a fairly solid earthquake here in the Bay Area just moments ago. From Candlestick Park, along with George Harris and Mike Woodley, I'm Stan Bunger, News 74, KCBS. KCBS News Time 508. We should mention that we have been trying to go to the World Series game. Unfortunately, because of the earthquake that we have had in the Bay Area just a few minutes ago, it obviously is a major earthquake. We want to prevent going to the World Series just uh, as long as we possibly can so that we can get you more on this earthquake. We have several people on our news line right now. First of all, to News 74's Diana Gappas. Diana Also on our KCBS Newsline right now is News 74's Chris Cutter. He had been covering a traffic accident at 19th and Judah in San Francisco. I have never felt anything like that, and I've been through a few earthquakes in San Francisco having grown up here. But uh, it was an incredible feeling, and I think everybody around me right now is just a little bit jittery. And I guess... Somebody is concerned. Right now we want to go to News 74's Mike Sugarman. He is also with us on the line. Mike, uh, where are you? Tell us what you felt. Well, I'm at home, and I'm in the southern part of San Francisco near City College, not too far from Candlestick Park, in fact. And it went on, as everybody that's listening probably knows. It must have gone, well, I can't even guess, because these things tend to last forever when, you, when you're living through them. But uh, I'd say 30 seconds or 45 seconds at least, and my entire house was shaking, and there were some pictures that fell. The, uh, I looked outside, and I saw the street light in front of our house, which is embedded I don't know how far deep into the ground it's shaking, and the chandelier in our house just stopped shaking uh, a couple of minutes ago. We immediately, Californians, we went under a doorway and grabbed our little baby and uh, just didn't know. Actually, I've been through a lot of these, too, as Chris said. I never felt one that lasted that long. It wasn't a, a jolt as much as I felt before, but it lasted, and it just kept coming. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but alarms are going off all over our neighborhood, and, in fact, our power is out right now, so we're not going to be able to watch the World Series at least now. Uh, I'm listening on a transistor radio, and the people were coming outside in their, of the, their houses in the uh, neighborhood just uh, stunned that something like this would happen when the entire nation is watching us. The World Series is about to start, and everybody's watching San Francisco, and what, what happens? An earthquake. But this thing went as long as I can remember an earthquake going, not as jarring a quake as I felt, but uh, definitely as long as, as it has gone. And uh, as I said, the power is out, at least here in the southern part of San Francisco, with alarms blaring all over our neighborhood. How is it up there, Jan? Oh, Mike, I'll tell you something. I have lived in San Francisco since 1975. I haven't felt one like that. My heart is still <laughs> beating yeah. as fast as it possibly can go. It's, it's just... It's just unbelievable. We've got a lot of people calling us into KCBS right now. As you can imagine, we're also trying to find out more about what the Richter magnitude was of this earthquake. Here at the one Embarcadero Center, 32nd floor, we really felt the shaking. It continued for quite a while. I have to say, I grabbed on to the, to the table because I was a little concerned about what was, what was going to happen next. We also lost power in one of our studios. We had to change studios at the last minute, and... Uh, it's just been a, a kind of a crazy situation. Right now, we want to go to one of our KCBS. All right, thanks for giving us a call, Rob. Let's move on to News 74's Jerry Wilcox, our KCBS Alameda County Bureau Chief. Jerry, what can you tell us from your vantage point? Scary as heck over here, I'll tell you. And I've never uh, felt anything quite like this one. Uh, this is the worst for me. And I know that uh, you guys are up there on the 32nd floor. It must have been wild there. But uh, we're in a five-story building here, the County Administration Building in downtown Oakland. And the building was rocking violently. Uh, things were falling. We could hear things falling either from ceilings or something up above us was falling. Uh, we're on the third floor here in the press room. 
and uh, you could hear things falling up above. Uh, the uh, drawers were sliding out of, were uh, were thrown out of uh, of. Uh, uh, drawers with, with files were, were thrown open. Uh, things were falling off shelves. I have a couple of uh, uh, stacked shelves of uh, tape cassettes on my desk. They were all over the floor. Uh, it was difficult to stand up. You had to try to hold on to something or sit down, try to stay away from things that were going to tip over on you. It was very scary. And uh, I'm heading right now to uh, Cal Berkeley at the seismographic station there to try to find out just how big this thing was. All right, that's News 74's Jerry Wilcox reporting live from our Alameda County Bureau. And so it should be out of the tube very shortly. There's only one train in the Transbay tube, and we'll get it out right away. All right, Cy, si, again, now one other quick question situation. He mentioned that there was a train stuck in the tube, but that train now has been able to move from the tube. All right, now back we go now to our South Bay Bureau. News 74's Mike Colgan standing by. Mike, what's the situation there? Well, we haven't been able to assess it uh, yet, Jana, but I want to tell you, I was about to get in the elevator on the 12th floor of the uh, of the building here that our Bureau is located in. Uh, the elevator doors had not closed yet. There were three other people on the elevator. We came out of the elevator, the power failed, and it shook so violently that all three of us thought we were going to die. We thought this building was, was collapsing around us. I cannot, uh, just cannot tell you how violently this thing shook here in the uh, South Bay. This uh, building uh, just shook, uh, as I say, like it was about to come down. Uh, Bill Perry here, who has uh, been in, uh, in a number of earthquakes. Bill, could you join us with uh, KCBS for a quick, uh, quick second? You were telling us about your other earthquake experiences. Well, basically, I was in the one uh, outside of Bishop in Mammoth about 10 years ago, and both the one in Fresno that uh, did some serious damage to a small community outside of Fresno. But uh, I've never been in one that's quite this bad. And, of course, been the ones that have, been, have happened here in the last couple of years. Okay, I can hear sirens uh, going on uh, around me here. I'm on the ground floor now of this building. Or we, uh, there is no visible damage uh, to this building. It's really a surprise because, as I say, uh, we rushed into the stairwell. Just as we did that, the uh, the power failed. There was uh, panic, pretty much panic in the stairwell. Uh, people were just uh, deathly afraid that this was it. Uh, thank God. I never thought I'd appreciate it so much. Had a little uh, flashlight that I carry in my bag and... Uh, well, I tell you, just having that thing come on was uh, made you feel a lot better. But uh, we're still trying to assess just how, just the damage. But this, uh, this is uh, probably, I would say, the largest, uh, certainly the largest quake that I have ever felt. And this is uh, definitely a scary one, Jan. Mike, I'll tell you, I can hear it in your voice, and uh, it's taken me a few minutes to, for my voice to get back from that shaky, shaky level. Uh, I'm sure that what we're experiencing is what everybody else in the Bay Area is experiencing right now. News 74's Mike Colgan, again, in our Santa Clara County Bureau. Now we want to check in and find out what the situation is in Marin County. Let's go to Steve in San Rafael. You're on our case in Sacramento, and right now we want to go to News 74's Arlene Bolton. Arlene, where were you when the quake hit? Jan, I was in a BART train just pulling into the MacArthur Station when the earthquake hit. At first, of course, all of the commuters thought that we were experiencing some kind of a problem with the train. It began to violently rock back and forth, and uh, there were a few cries from passengers who were a little upset. Uh, when it stopped and we came to a jolting stop, we looked out and we could see that the light standards at the station here were swaying back and forth and continued to sway for some time. There wasn't any panic on the train. Uh, the conductor came on and made an announcement that an earthquake had hit. 
and a few people then popped the doors and got out at the station. And currently the trains are being held at the station, and the passengers who got up are uh, rushing to the phones and trying to line up and check on their family and friends. Arlene, was there any panic? No, actually, Jan, everybody was very calm, and especially once that it was announced that an earthquake had hit. People were pretty calm, took it in stride, and uh, started to make their way out of the trains. News 74's Arlene Bolton reporting live from the East Bay. Let's check in now with News 74's Marilyn Sandifer in San Francisco. In fact, Marilyn, I understand that you are at the base of uh, number one Embarcadero Center. Hi, Jan. I'm standing right outside one of the in the financial district, and I was walking back towards our offices on the 32nd floor when the street uh, jerked and shook, and it felt like it was almost buckling under the feet. I saw glass fall from windows. You could hear glass falling. I can see that brick has fallen off some of the buildings and is on the street. People did panic when this happened. I mean, there were screams and uh, concern. A lot of people tried to run into some of the banks that had already closed. They had locked their doors. There was a group of 20 people outside of a bank on California Street trying to get inside to be safe in case there was more or an aftershock. And uh, nobody, nobody in the bank would open the doors. Reporting from Sacramento and Front Street outside of Margadero 1, Maryland Center for News 74, KCBS. And, of course, a lot of Bay Area residents right now have gathered at Candlestick Park for Game 3 of the World Series, which is due to begin the first pitch in about 12 minutes from right now. Let's go back out to Candlestick and New 74 Stan Bunger. Jan, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, stunned and, and uh, frightened, I guess, is the best way to describe the crowd here right now. There are about, oh, I guess 45,000 people or so in the ballpark. The place is not full, and, of course, we expected it to continue to fill toward the first pitch time because of the strange starting time. A lot of people caught in traffic getting here from work. I want to tell you, I've lived in the Bay Area all of my 33 years, and I've never felt one that hit as hard as this one. We're up in the football press box, and those who've been to Candlestick know that is a glass and metal structure that uh, hangs from the upper deck, basically, from the stadium rim here at Candlestick. Mike Woodley was sitting next to me when it hit, and uh, Mike's a Midwestern kid who I don't think has felt too many of these big ones. He made a beeline for the door. I couldn't get there fast enough, and, and by then the shaking had finally stopped, and we had an air cue to meet. We were coming out of the network news there at 5.05, and we wanted to be on the air with something. The fans are still standing. The power is out at the ballpark. The scoreboard is dead. The PA system is dead. The Giants are all standing on the field in front of their dugout. Most of the A's are out on the field. I even see some of the Giants players sitting over near the A's dugout. So it's kind of like a, a softball game where somebody didn't bring the ball or, or the umpire didn't show up. Everybody's just trying to figure what to do next. No directions for the fans in here because, as I say, all electricity is out in the ballpark. The scoreboard is dead, and, and there are no announcements on the PA system. Now, I covered the story a few years ago when the city had to do some new structural work on Candlestick Park, and that involved bracing the upper rim of the stadium, the lip that hangs over the upper deck of Candlestick Park. Uh, you can see some of the evidence of that work when you're here. There are some poles that stand in various locations around the upper deck, and that was done because of concern that a solid earthquake might crack the upper rim off the stadium and bring it down into the stands. I can tell you from where we sit right now, there's no obvious damage to that rim. Uh, it's all where it belongs. I don't know what the internal structure would reveal if the, if the engineers were to go through it, but uh, apparently, at least at this point, we can uh, breathe a sigh of relief on that. The ballpark did stay in one piece, but I know I've talked to people who came up from down in the lower deck and all around the upper deck, and everyone felt this darn thing and felt it in a way that most have never felt an earthquake before. Now, as far as the game goes, I don't know what to tell you. There is no way of communicating within the ballpark right now. We have George Harris down in the stands, and he's trying to gather information. We also have uh, News 74's Mike Woodley here, Hal Ramey is here, and uh, Ron Lyons in the newsman outside. We're all trying to 
put together what might happen next year at Candlestick Park, but uh, I suppose there is there's an aftershock right now. We're feeling an aftershock. Certainly nowhere near as severe as that uh, the initial quake. Yeah. This one I'll ride out right where I'm sitting, Jana. How's it feel where you are? Well, you know, I have to, to admit that you felt it about a fraction of a second before we felt it here. When you said there's an aftershock, I was thinking to myself, oh, what's he talking about? And then all of a sudden I knew. But you're right, it's okay. much, much uh, less than what we felt a, a few minutes ago. I'm not a great seismologist, but that tells us that the epicenter of all this is somewhere south of us because the ground wave got to me before it got to you, and the, these things move in a pretty predictable pattern. Uh, Jan, I, it, it's the strangest scene I've ever seen. I was here at the ballpark tonight after finishing my duties. I was planning to go down and sit with my dad for a World Series game, something that I've looked forward to doing ever since I knew enough to be a Giants fan. And he's down there somewhere. Presumably everybody's okay, although we did have a report that the press box elevator here on the football side uh, dropped one or two floors. And um, we don't really know for sure what has happened over there. We were told people were inside it, and I can't say for sure uh, what, uh, what went on there. We can see the smoke of whatever that fire is uh, somewhere to the north and east of us, Jan, but we can't get high enough onto the stadium rim to really give you a good view of what that might be. I plan to go up there or we'll have one of our reporters get up there as soon as possible because really uh, this is as good a vantage point as you can find for, for much of what's, uh, of what's going on around the Bay Area following this sizable earthquake. All right, that's News 74 Stan Bunger again at Candlestick Park. Let's go back now to Marin County. Now News 74's Peter Lawfer is on the line. Okay, how about Line 79, Rebecca Corral in Alameda right now. Rebecca? Hi, Jan. Well, I was driving in my car at the time, and at first I thought I drove into some kind of a ditch, and then I stopped the car, and it was just shaking violently, and the lights, the stoplights all either went off or started blinking. And the interesting thing is it's, it's a horrible feeling. Obviously, in the car, it's not as frightening as in a structure, but it's a horrible feeling because each of my children were in two different places. And so I started running stop signs to get home, you know, to check on them. And a lot of other people were doing the same thing, people running through, driving through intersections and just running through stop signs. And, you know, it's kind of interesting wondering what's going to happen in the aftermath in terms of car accidents or things like that. But we've heard very few sirens. There doesn't seem to be any major damage you know we have swaying lamps broken pictures things that have fallen down but no no really big damage in terms of structure all right news 74's rebecca corral reporting from alameda again to recap we've had an earthquake in the bay area you don't need me to tell you that but recapping the fact that we do not yet have a richter magnitude on this earthquake we don't know what the epicenter was either we also should mention to you that if you are are having any concerns about what to do in an earthquake if you're a little uh concerned about the possibility of aftershocks don't forget you can look in your phone book and there are all kinds of earthquake tips there we don't have any word of injuries yet we are trying to talk with the, all the people that we can all throughout the bay area and northern california this quake has been very widely felt. We have talked to people in Fresno who felt it. We've talked to people in Sacramento who felt it. A very strong earthquake. We also are having a little bit of trouble with the earthquake. This would be the kind of thing that we would experience. Let's go now to a woman named Lois who is at a Target store in Colma right now. Lois, we understand you've seen some damage. Well, Jan, this is Lois Milconian actually standing by. I was uh, with my son inside the Target store in Colma, and it is one thing to be standing inside and have bicycles start falling down all around you. The lights went out, and we ran out in the center aisle, which just seemed the best thing to do because there was more space out there. But there were boxes, there were um, jars, anything you name it falling down in the middle of the aisle. I was with another friend who had a child where they were looking at some books, and books were falling all over the place. A lot of people very scared. You could hear screams. Of course, a lot of children inside. 
mothers grabbing their children, fathers grabbing their children, and just holding still. A lot of people uttering uh, religious prayers during the time because it seemed to last a long time, especially when you have a child hanging on to a child that, that, that is screaming. What they tried to do at that moment was corral everybody out of the store, no matter what you had in your shopping cart. So a lot of people left without picking up their purses, without picking up their belongings, and now they're standing outside the store trying to get back in so they can get those belongings. Really frustrating for a lot of workers here as well. Their computer system is down. They're in the middle of checking people out. They don't know really what to do with the sales transactions. Some frustrated customers who say, even though there's an earthquake, I want my goods. So a um, bit of a problem here. There, It was a full store. They had a whole section of pumpkins outside, which uh, rolled all over the place, and they're garnering up the pumpkins now because some of them aren't going to make it to anybody's home. So really hectic out here at this hour. All right, that's News 74's Lois Melconian reporting from Colma. Let's go now to Sky One, John Atkinson over the East Bay. John, what can you tell us about your vantage point? We are uh, in Berkeley near the intersection of Bancroft and Shattuck, and there is a major fire here, and it is right near Berkeley High School. I do not believe it is the high school. It may be the Berkeley Library, which is just up the street. There are fire engines. There's a lot of people standing around. Traffic is just a complete mess, as you can probably assume. If you're up on a high building or something, you can spot we see black smoke all over the uh, Berkeley area right now in this place, uh, which may be the Berkeley Library, is almost completely in flames. Again, that's near the intersection of Bancroft and Shattuck in Berkeley. If you're anywhere in the area, try to stay away because it's going to be a traffic nightmare. That's it from here. All right, and that's News 74's John Atkinson in Sky One above the East Bay. Let's go now to News 74's Barbara Bloom at a Caltrain station. Barbara, exactly where are you and what have you seen? Hi, Jan. I'm in a lineup with about 50 other people right about now. Phones here are just jammed. We uh, were all getting on trains when this came, when this happened. The trains moved about a foot. People were, were shuttled right back off the trains. And they're telling us now they won't be moving any trains until they can check all the 47 miles of track between here and San Jose. There is some um, dust. It, first, we thought it was a fire down the track. It's apparently been caused by a building falling down. Off, it's not clear whether it's on property, Caltrans property or not. Do you know any more about the size of that building? Right. There's also people coming in on buses now saying that they've seen statues going down near Market Street. And uh, there's just it's just pandemonium here. There's the, as I said, all the electricity is also out. The um, ticket agents say they're basically they're all their business is ground to a halt because they don't have their computers are down. Everything. All right, News 74's Barbara Bloom now. And we will check in back now to our, our news van at Candlestick Park with News 74's Mike Woodley and Ron Lyons standing by out there where people had been waiting for the World Series to get underway. What's the latest on that? And as I can tell you right now, as we look into the players' parking lot, several of the players right now are standing outside wondering themselves. And Game 3 of this World Series, Jan, is in jeopardy. As of now, there is not adequate electricity at Candlestick Park to perform Game 3 and have it come off. Stadium technicians I just talked to who were hastily working and talking to their supervisors told me right now there is not enough electricity to turn on the lights, which would brighten the field and, and make it possible to play Game 3 tonight. So if you're in the park or waiting for the game tonight, you you may not see a game tonight because unless there is a, some 
Uh, things done in the next few minutes to take care of their electrical uh, inadequacies, we may not have Game 3 of the World Series. Ron Lyons is also here. He's at a vantage point from the parking lot throughout this whole ordeal. To echo everybody else's uh, sentiments, the worst one I have ever been through. And Jan, we are standing here and sitting here next to a Greyhound bus that had just delivered the uh, wives and relatives of the players of the Oakland A's. And along here, of course, it is satellite and antenna row. When you see vehicles, everything from three tons to ten tons undulating like that, if you've seen the movie Earthquake, and I'm really not being overly melodramatic when I say this, there were people running away from the player's entrance, running away from Candlestick Park with looks of absolute fear on their face. We were here, Andy Ellis and I, of the engineering department, looking at each other. It was really something to behold. So we'll stay out here and let you know if the game is going to be played live from Candlestick, Ron Lyons, New 74, KCBS. And as we continue here on KCBS to find out more about the damage that this earthquake has caused around the Bay, we go to Scott in Oakland, a KCBS listener. And Scott, we understand you've seen some damage. Yes, I'm up in the uh, 23rd floor of the Ordway building in Oakland, one of the highest buildings in Oakland. Right after the quake, we saw almost a straight line of dust uh, or smoke, which lasted for about three or four, maybe five minutes after the quake. From our vantage point now up here, uh, looking towards San Francisco, we can see at least four or five uh, smoke plumes. A couple of them look to be serious fires uh, heading towards the area of the Bay Bridge. We also noticed uh, some smoke here in downtown San Francisco at the time that this earthquake uh, occurred. Now, I don't know whether or not that was dust or th that was shaken up by the earthquake or what. We don't notice any right now from our vantage point here at number one Embarcadero Center, the 32nd floor. We'll get back to some of our KCBS listeners. Obviously, all of our KCBS reporters are working right now. But first, we want to bring you this special announcement. This is a KCBS earthquake emergency safety advisory. If your power is off, use only flashlights for light. If you turn light switches on or off, you may ignite leaking gas. Do not use matches, lighters, or candles. Additional emergency information is printed in the front of your telephone book. This has been an earthquake safety advisory. Stay tuned for more earthquake coverage on News 74 KCBS. KCBS News Time 535. Let's go back now to News 74's John Atkinson, who is over the Bay Bridge right now. John, uh, what can you tell us from Sky 3? We are right over the Cypress structure, and it is just a complete mess. It appears as if it has uh, fallen apart right now. There are cars all over the place. The roadway has completely, well, I don't want to say completely collapsed, but it is just a complete mess. And uh, it has collapsed in a number of places. There are cars that are overturned and uh, people running around down there. And uh, it does not look like a very pretty sight. Obviously, traffic is not getting through there coming off the Bay Bridge. It has uh, nowhere to go. Uh, traffic just a complete mess in the area. Again, the Cypress structure looks like it is just completely, uh, almost completely in a number of places collapsed. And uh, traffic is being stopped in just about every direction. And uh, it, this is just an amazing thing to look at. I don't really know what to tell you. It, it is uh, like this whole thing is just completely falling apart. John, let me ask you this. How many cars are you seeing right now? On top of the Cypress structure, maybe about, a uh, quick estimate would be about 20 to 25 cars on top of the Cypress structure. On the lower part of the structure, uh, it's impossible to tell because it looks like the upper part has collapsed on the lower part. There are cars that have fallen off, there are cars that are overturned, there are trucks that are overturned, and uh, I don't even want to think about what has happened to the cars that are underneath of the upper level. Alright, John, what about the ability of emergency equipment to get to the scene? There are, there are some emergency vehicles on the scene. It's going to be real hard for emergency vehicles to get there because of all the traffic in the area. And uh, there is some smoke coming up from cars that have uh, fallen off. And uh, 
I, I really don't know how emergency vehicles are going to get to the scene because it is just a complete mess and traffic is just standing around and I don't really know what, uh, where people are going to start to even try to clean this up. John, from Sky 3, have you been able to hear any kind of traffic on the on the aviation radios that you might know over here? And uh, as a matter of fact, we haven't had a chance to do that, but that might be the only way to get some of these people out of here. All right, John, again, for people who have just tuned in, because this obviously sounds like this is the worst damage we have heard of so far, as far as this earthquake is concerned. Sum up, again, what you've seen and, and where you are. Okay, we're right over the Cypress structure near the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge, and it appears, the Cypress structure being a two-tiered highway structure, it appears as if the top tier has fallen down in a number of places on the bottom tier, and there are cars that have fallen off of the Cypress structure onto the side streets, and uh, there are I would have to think some kind of uh, number of vehicles in the middle of the top and bottom tier that are just uh, being completely crushed right now because of uh, that entire top that has fallen down on top. And uh, again, that's impossible to see from this vantage point. But you can see people who, who have been able to get out of their cars? There are some people walking around and kind of running around down there, but there's a lot of cars uh, that are just sitting there, and it's hard to see if there's anybody in them or not at this point. All right, News 74's John Atkinson in Sky 3. Again, the Cypress structure, at least a portion of it near the San Francisco Bay Bridge, appears to have collapsed. We will have more on that story, but as he reported a few minutes ago, it appears that at least 20 or 25 cars were involved in that and were uh, apparently either, either overturned or, or somehow uh, damaged in that. We'll get back to John because that seems to be the worst damage that we have heard of so far about this earthquake that appeared uh, that occurred just about uh, 5.04 this afternoon, if, uh, if memory serves correct. Let's go to News Trouble getting information to you. We are getting word from the Office of Emergency Services that this quake has registered 6.9 on the Richter scale. That's a preliminary estimate. It was centered in the Hollister area. Again, the worst damage that we have heard at this point is that a portion of the Cypress structure has collapsed near the San Francisco Bay Bridge and that there are a lot of cars that were trapped under that. Let's go now to George in Manteca. That is Dan Harder with the State Office of Emergency Services. Right now we want to check in with Contra Costa County and our KCBS Bureau Chief there, New 74's Diane Callis. Diane? Jan, I was in the Contra Costa County Courthouse when this uh, whopper hit, and I agree with everybody else. I've never felt one like it before. I got down and under my desk. This building is over a half century old. Uh, it was shaking like uh, two giants had uh, either side of it and just shook it and shook it endlessly. Uh, file drawers came open. Uh, books fell. Uh, I'm back in here now after being gone looking for a working telephone, and I see that the fluorescent uh, light fixtures are hanging open. Some tiles are loose from the ceiling. I understand from some of the maintenance people that there are some significant cracks in this old building. I just drove uh, up Main Street of Martinez. I see at least one large storefront window is broken out. People are sweeping that up. Also, some brick facade has uh, fallen off a rather old hotel that is in downtown Martinez. So it looks like, uh, from what I can tell, damage out here is minimal. I also felt that uh, aftershock that you just mentioned a couple of minutes ago. Some people were also stuck in the elevator here in the Contra Costa County Courthouse, but very briefly the generator kicked on and they were able to get them out. But uh, it is a real shaky situation out here, and I, I really don't uh, know just uh, how much other damage there may be out here, but it would be my guess that it would be minimal. All right, that's News 74's Diane Callis reporting live from the Contra Costa County Bureau. She, is, she mentioned, was in Martinez. Okay, let's go to News 74's Chris Cutter. He, again, is in San Francisco in the Twin Peaks area. Chris? Actually, Jan, I'm the very top of Twin Peaks looking over the entire Bay Area right now. And first of all, I concentrate on 
Bay. Uh, as we look down toward the Bay Bridge, the entire upper deck is cleared of cars. I have been told by people who have been speaking to police officers that the Bay Bridge apparently has been closed. There is no traffic coming off the Bay Bridge right now. I see very little traffic on the Central Freeway right next to the Hall of Justice. Uh, now, on the Central Freeway, James Lick Freeway, a few cars uh, driving past a hospital curve, uh, 280 looking down toward uh, Hunters Point and Bayview District. I can see cars on that freeway. Traffic is moving at that point. And the helicopter we just heard about on the two-way uh, that Todd Smoot was talking about is now moving across San Francisco Bay, heading to the Bay Bridge. Once again, across the bay, we do see a plume of this coming up, uh, I would say, right out of the Emeryville area, as it appears from here, that smoke is beginning to go up the entire bay, uh, all, uh, I guess, toward El Cerrito area. And again, the worst damage we have heard of is that the Cypress structure near the San Francisco Bay Bridge has collapsed, at least a portion of it has, and some 20 or 25 cars have either overturned or been damaged. That's the, the, the most that we can see from the sky. Now, back to New 74 Stan Bunger at Candlestick Park. When this earthquake hit, we were all getting ready for what was going to be a very happy event. And Stan, what's the latest with regard to the World Series? Jan, there's still just a lot of shock out here at Candlestick. The place is nearly empty now. People are filing out of the stadium. Again, there has been no PA system announcement because there's no PA system. Electricity is completely dead here at Candlestick. Police officers are ringing the field. Uh, I guess they're keeping fans off the field, although the players are bringing their families down. I can see Storm Davis of the A's right down in front of us here waving for members of his family. Here's Mark McGuire standing over here. He uh, also trying to get his party together to get off the field because it appears this thing's over. I mean, I haven't heard the official announcement. I can see a knot of reporters gathered over in the corner near where Bart, uh, rather near where uh, Faye Vincent's box would be, the baseball commissioner, and presumably we're getting the official word right now on if, in fact, there will be a game three. My, my guesstimate right now is no, they will not play this ball game this evening. But it, it's a very poignant scene. All of us, when an earthquake hits, think immediately of, of where are the wives and husbands and kids, and here are these baseball players getting ready for the biggest event of their professional lives, and all of a sudden they're out in the middle of the field trying to find wives and, and babies. Storm Davis holding his young child over his shoulder as he walks off the field. Uh, McGuire is down here now uh, trying to make sure everyone's together, and it's just a surreal scene. Uh, there's no other way to put it. Uh, you come here expecting a baseball game and an earthquake breaks out, and uh, the place is still very much in a state of confusion. Now, from here at Candlestick, we can see the smoke from that Berkeley fire. It, there's a lot of it, and here comes another Coast Guard helicopter roaring overhead. Now, these copters will be coming out of San Francisco International Airport, where the big Coast Guard is. And uh, my guess, uh, judging by the course these copters are taking, is that they're heading for the Bay Bridge or the Cypress structure. We can see the Goodyear blimp hovering over the general Bay Bridge Cypress structure area where you've been reporting there's so much damage and undoubtedly television pictures coming from that. But you can't see any of those pictures here at the ballpark because all of the TV monitors are dead due to the power outage. Now, we... We want to go, go back to John Atkinson in Sky 3, uh, who uh, has been reporting from above the Cypress structure near the San Francisco Bay Bridge. Looks like a tragedy there. Looks like a portion of the Cypress structure has collapsed. John, what's the latest? Okay, we are right now over uh, Treasure Island, heading eastbound next to the Bay Bridge. And the Bay Bridge, as you just heard a couple minutes, is completely closed. There is a few, There are a few cars traveling westbound on the Bay Bridge off of Treasure Island. Eastbound, on the incline section, a portion of the uh, upper deck 
has collapsed onto the lower deck. A very small portion, but it is enough, obviously, to close the bridge. It is on the incline section. There are cars on the bottom part on the lower deck trying to go eastbound right now, and they are just sitting there. There is nowhere for them to go. Apparently, there may be some people in the water. I'm not sure about that. We are flying right by it, and apparently there might be a Coast Guard search and rescue going on right now. All right, John, again, can you sum up uh, what, what you saw from, from uh, when you were over there just a couple of minutes ago? Uh, over the Cypress structure, it is uh, it, just a scary thing to see. It, it appears as if the two-tiered Cypress structure, the top tier, has in different portions fallen down onto the lower level. And uh, just to, in order to uh, say exactly what has happened would be maybe a little bit presumptuous, but it does not look good at all. And again, the Bay Bridge, the incline section, we're flying right by it right now. And a portion of the upper deck of the Bay Bridge, maybe about uh, 30 foot wide, uh, portion of the upper deck of the Bay Bridge has collapsed down onto the... Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.